All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Thursday, January 4th of 2023 here. Looking ahead, we have a two-game NBA slate followed by a 13-game NHL slate. So it should be a fun day of DFS here. Golf is also underway for those of you uh, starting to play golf again with, with the start of the new year here. So it should be a fun weekend of golf. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over, <coughs> excuse me, we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at SaberSim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there's a link in the description of this video. You get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the SaberSim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord if you're trying to grow as a DFS player here. Uh, really quickly before we jump into the show, I had not announced the winners for the Max Challenge for this week, so I'm going to do that here. Um, if anybody played the mini max on owner's box last week, please send us an email support at sabersim.com. I would really appreciate if somebody would send us an email, but aside from that, uh, what is the max challenge? It's a promotion slash giveaway. We've been doing during the NFL season here. There was only one week left of the max challenge for both DraftKings and owner's box. So if you are on a trial and you have not joined yet, now is the last week to get in and participate. You can still get access to cool weekly rewards here. If you've been playing all season, you know, make sure you keep playing and cash in on those season rewards here. All you got to do, use the green enter the challenge button, follow the eligibility requirements down here on the bottom, and you will be eligible to participate. So our week 17 winners over on DraftKings, uh, we had like a little bit of a mix up here. So we're going with two winners this week. We had Pippin Ain't Easy and Rills. Both are our two winners for DraftKings for this week, finishing with very near identical uh, final scores here. So congratulations to both of you on being the winners. And then for our free entrant, uh, free entries to Week 18 Mini Max here on DraftKings, I'm going to grab all 175 names, and I am going to go over to our trusty wheel of names here. And I am going to fill in those 175 names. I'm going to shuffle a couple of times. And so the winner of this will get free entry into week 18 NFL mini max. So it looks like our winner is going to be Shane 311. Congratulations, Shane. You are our winner for our last giveaway here. So there will not be one for next week since there is no week 19 here. And then for owner's box, we will just reach out to the person uh, directly here. So not going to be announcing the winner for owner's box, but thank you all for participating for week 17. And with that said, we are going to jump into our regularly scheduled office hours. And then, like I said, one more time, if you played on owner's box, please send us an email support at saberson.com. Thank you guys. All right. So first question here from Jay Sam's Jr. Yep. Looks like the first question. Question says, when it comes to player projections, is the score they receive their ceiling score or floor score? And also, how can we look for players with the highest possible upside? Great question. So if you want to see upside, what I would recommend doing is going and looking at the percentiles. Okay. So, you know, floor and ceiling are, are a little bit relative. It's not super clear exactly what that means, right? Is that a, 
is that a 25th percentile game? Is that like a 10th percentile? Is that like literally their worst score in the simulations, right? So like you kind of don't know. Uh, they It's used a little fluidly here. But in our opinion, in the SaberSim definitions, what we do is we use percentile markers. So um, we use 25th percentile, 50th, 75th, 85th, 95th, and 99th. So in this case, I would consider sealing something around the 99th percentile here. Um, so like we're saying that, you know, 1% of the time Giannis scores 92.5 points across all of our simulations for that game. And then the lowest 25th percentile score is about 58 points. So we're saying that, Hey, you know, um, 25% of the time he does not score more than 25 points. So I would consider that. Uh, you know, a lower end of the spectrum, not necessarily a floor, but then the 99th percentile, I think you can definitely consider that a ceiling here. And if you want to find players with higher ceilings, there's a couple different ways to do that. So really I would focus on two ways. First way would be just sorting by the lineup percentiles. So what the lineup percentiles do, they're similar to the player percentiles except what happens is that we look at the lineup as a whole. So what we do is we put all the players in your lineup and then we look at that combination of players and then we go back into the Sims and say, hey, how did this combination of players do across all the simulations that we use to build the lineup? And then we get a basically a range of outcomes for the lineup as well. So then in that case, like when I come in here and I sort by 95th percentile, I can see the score 298.8. So what this is telling me is that, hey, 5% of the time, this combination of players scored 298.8 points. Now, I like this a lot better than player percentiles because if you're taking each player's individual 95th percentile, that's a 5% outcome for Trey Jones times a 5% outcome for Devin Vassell times, you know, to the power of eight here, since there's eight players in this lineup, the odds of that actually happening are very, very small. But when you look at the lineup as a whole, that 5% is just a one in 20 outcome of the lineup as a whole, achieving that score much more attainable, even if you use 99th percentile, which is a one in 100 chance here, right? So um, we, we like lineup percentiles a lot more than just individual player percentiles. All right, next question here from Jay Sams Jr., Oh, the other option was building with higher sim diversity. Sorry, I said two options. One of them was the lineup percentiles. The second one is increasing your sim diversity. Uh, for a classic slate, I would probably never go above nine. You know, it's a weird classic game with a uh, classic slate with only two games here. So it's already pretty high, but increasing sim diversity, say from seven to eight, from eight to nine is always going to help you to take smaller buckets of sims. And then within those sims, you're going to get higher upside players since um, a smaller sample size leads to higher upside outcomes where players can vastly outscore their average projection. All right, next question. How can you tell how many potential free throws the players will get during a game? Um, let's see if we have that, you know, as a uh, thing here. So uh, we have our detailed stats on the pro and ultimate plans. We have minutes, points, two-pointers, three-pointers, rebounds. Um, so it looks like we don't have free throws. I'm assuming you're using that for some type of betting purpose here is, is my opinion. Um, but we don't have free throws. We just have points here. So unfortunately, you're not going to be able to get that information from us here. Okay. Next question here. Question says, when creating 
lineups for a 20 max entry. Per the videos, I have been setting lineups to 20 out of a 5,000 pool and then to diversify, setting my uniques to four or five. I still feel as though I'm not getting a diverse enough portfolio. My 20 lineups often contain the same players too much and I'm not exposed to the slate enough. How can I combat this to ensure I'm getting a diverse portfolio across the slate while also rightfully exposing myself to well-projected players? Um, you know, this isn't something I've experimented a bunch with, but what you could do if you want to like guarantee diversity in your pool is build your lineups with a max exposure and then turn it off afterwards when you actually go to look at your lineup. So what I would do is I would right click on max exposure. I would go to global. I would set it to something, you know, say, say, uh, 50%. So then now I know just like within my pool that no player can be in the pool 50 more than 50% of the time. And then what can happen from here is that once I actually build the lineups, I can reset the max exposure. And then now my pool is diversified, but then now I can get any player up to 100%. But that's like one way to guarantee pool diversity here. So you don't have these guys 70%, 59, 58, all these guys would be lower. So that's maybe one way to guarantee pool diversity, or you could just set max exposures after the fact as well. But just a couple ideas for you. All right. Next question here. Question, I'm new to SaberSim. Welcome. I've been playing NFL DFS for a few years now, but I've been handling, I've been hand building to date. I always knew to focus on line stacks and power play one stacks, but have only recently been introduced to top stack ownership projections. Is there anything inside SaberSim that I'm missing that shows me line stack ownership projections? Um, so we don't have line stack ownership projections. Like if you're looking for like how owned power play one on Calgary is going to be, like we're not going to have that. Um, what we do have is just team stack ownership, but we don't have line stack ownership specifically, right? So if I were to go over to NHL, um, the easiest way to see this is to look at our field lineups. So what you do is you go to contests, you go to, um, you close this, you go to field lineups, you go to SaberSim. So then these are all of the lineups that create our ownership projections. You can, you can open up this players tab, go to team stacks. And then I could see like, okay, you know, um, the, the Rangers are going to be like 25% owned. Uh, Philadelphia is going to be 24% owned, but it's not going to tell you like what line is going to be stacked. So unfortunately that's not something we have right now, but, uh, could definitely be a good update or iteration to the app here. So I'm happy to take that back to the team as a feature request. So feature request line own percent. Perfect. All right. Jorn Vigo, my man. Thank you for the screenshot. Appreciate it, boss. All right. Uh, Simple Chef with a question here. You mentioned sorting by the percentiles when using the risk-adjusted ROI. Would it be a good idea to set a rule for pulling lineups with a range of X to X percentage versus sorting in order? to still use risk-adjusted ROI. So, okay, so like say say, say maybe you want to use a percentile. You also want to use a um, the contest sims, and you kind of want to combine them. How can you do that, right? That's basically the question here, and I think it's a good question. So what I would do is 
one of two things, okay? So number one option is to sort by a percentile and use a filter for like ROI. So then I would come in here and then I would set a filter for ROI greater than probably zero, right? So like that's one option. Another option is to create a custom metric. You can go into your lineup sorting methods, go to add metric, and then you can do something where it's like, hey, you know, I'm doing, using my ROI for um, for my contest sim. And then on the other side, I'm using um, a percentile. Then I'm trying to combine them, mess with the weights, see if the lineups pass the eye test and figure out how you want that to look. Me personally, I've said this before. I don't like custom metrics personally because I don't think I'm very, uh, I'm smart enough to use them efficiently. But if those are up your alley, more power to you, man. I'm probably going to pick a sorting method and then use some type of filter on the other side to combine the two. But there's no right answer at the end of the day. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat, North Shore. Besides the obvious, what would you suggest I use contest flashback for? Um, yeah, I mean, you could use it to, you know, study your own lineups, but then you can also use it to, you know, study winning players' lineups, like long-term winning players. Like you want to go and see what Petty Theft is doing. You want to go see what uh, Whistles Go Boo is doing. You want to go see what Chipotle Addict's doing. You want to go see what Giant Squid's doing, whoever it may be. Like you can go and study winning players as well. So we have a lot of good uh, videos on that, like on the YouTube channel here. So I'll just like pull those up. So over on the YouTube, uh, if you go to videos, uh, Jordan did a video here. So re review your results and study the pros, like, and study the pros, like is important, right? Contest flashback walkthrough shows you how to look at your own stuff, how to look at uh, what top players are doing, how to look at what winning players in your contests are doing. Like those are some of the best ways to use contest flashback. If you want to see it in real time, um, you know, Max and I have been doing contest review shows all NFL season. We've done one for NBA. I did one with Scott for NHL. So come in here to our reviewing past slates with contest flashback playlist on YouTube, and then check out all these videos. There's a plenty of videos for you to check out and watch here. So I would, I would start there. All right. Uh, this question came in in the Discord as well. I hit that one. And it looks like we are all caught up with questions here at the moment. So Jorn Vigo, my man, thank you for the screenshot. I'm going to get that logged here on my end. And for everybody tuning in, appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate you guys asking questions. I will be right back here tomorrow, Friday, January 5th, for our last show of the week. If you guys have questions ahead of the weekend, Tomorrow is the day to get those in and answered. So I will see you all at 2 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Until then, take care. Good luck. Bye, guys.